0: everyone welcome to network special the podcast where we talk about things that were only made to be played on television once or twice but we're dredging them up again for no good reason my name is zachariah Durr, and i'm nathan cheer what could be more adorable than a boy and his troll in BuzzFox! a troubled team befriends a troubled troll or maybe not a troll, but a, a possum or a rat. Uh, no, a, it's a possum or something. And today we're going to be talking about a little movie that appeared in 1986 called Fuzz Bucket.
1: Oh, Fuzz Bucket. And if you are currently subscribed to Disney, Plus, you can watch a, uh, I guess, what I'm guessing is a 1080p full 4K uh 8k uh remastered version of FuzzBucket right there on the uh service wait i thought you said that you couldn't find it let me see <laughs> let, me ver- <laughs> let me verify that real quick because i i watched it we both watch it on youtube right yes but um i don't have a subscription to uh hold on let me see if it's in there
0: <laughs> oh you don't have a
1: why did i think you had a subscription I don't know. Because we were talking about it? So uh, there's a website. Someone's asking, what is Fuzzbucket on Disney Plus? <laughs> 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 it's, uh, it's a, it's a, um, it's a, it's a decider.com. They're, they're, yeah. 1986 Fuzzbucket Disney Plus.
0: Okay. So you can watch a, a you can. remastered version. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But
1: I, I it, it's, it has not been uh, ripped from Disney Plus just yet. So the way we Wait, watched well, it was a um a someone posting a VHS version of it on um
0: right on we YouTube. watched it com- yeah. complete with commercials as it was
1: broadcast on NBC right uh the sunday night it said the disney sunday night movie now there's so there are so many uh disney sunday night movie names like there's the wonderful world of disney there's the magical world of disney right disney sunday night movie and i and i'm not sure how many networks they went through (laughs) or if this is all the same network just different names for different eras okay um but but in the the rip that we watched it says the disney sunday night movie and what network was that on I thought it was on
0: NBC, but that's also my child brain. This was obviously before they owned ABC.
1: So it well, wasn't good, important. The, let's see. The Disney Sunday Night movies from 1986 to 1988. And it did have a commercial for Good Morning America. Looks like ABC. Oh, so it was not NBC during this time frame. Okay. Wait, I'm sorry. CBS. Well, there's like a weird like it could be NBC or CBS cuz CBS is 81 to 86. Or no, ABC 86 <laughs> to 88. So, it could I think it's ABC. It just depends. Like it's it, there's a part where it's CBS in 1986, but it's probably ABC. Okay. What's uh, Good Morning America? On? I thought
0: Good Morning America was NBC oh no today is
1: NBC okay so good morning America
0: because of course at Universal Studios you can visit uh, the today cafe a restaurant themed to
1: the the morning talk show today oh that's (laughs) that is right and (laughs) I think there's a good morning America place at Hollywood Studios I think you can ride to the Good Morning America ride. <laughs> yeah. That's what they're putting in. They took out the great movie ride. And mm-hmm. now it's the Good Morning America ride. Um, All right. Well, well like thanks for joining us. <laughs> God.
0: <laughs> Fuzz, bucket. Fuzz bucket. These movies, these Disney movie, uh, would, no matter what network it was on at the time, was a huge... deal for me on ABC. Okay. (laughs) I loved, I really looked forward to these movies and I I have vague memories of all of them. I don't know if any of them stick out to me that much, but even though I had never seen fuzz bucket, I remember seeing ads for this movie. Mm -hmm. I did not ever see it as a child, but I remember the ads pretty vividly because fuzz bucket, when you see him is hard to forget. Oh, he's disgusting. This movie is about a disgusting little rat boy dwarf that looks like a possum, that looks like, like uh, if you shaved the face off an Ewok.
1: <laughs> it's gross. It's a gross little creature we're going to be talking about today. I think that, I mean, surely they played this on Disney Channel. Like at some uh, point, like a redo of it. Yes. Or something. Because I think I've seen this, but I didn't always get to watch the Sunday night stuff because we were always at church at night. Yeah, we had night church. You shores. had a very religious family. I, you know, whenever the doors were open, right? <laughs> <laughs> I think I must have seen. I mean, I, I, I'm like you. Like I know I've seen commercials. I've seen for sure this fuzz bucket guy, but I don't remember the, watching it in detail. Well this is not like a remembered beloved Disney movie as far as
0: I know it, even if you go onto are you on the IMDB page by any chance Uh no If you go into the IMDB for Fuzz Bucket and you look at the main picture which is as I found is the only poster style picture that somebody somebody has put together or Disney <laughs> has put together it's a cast picture but it's of Fuzz Bucket the mom and the dad, mm-hmm. the main little kid, and then the writer and director of Fuzz Bucket <laughs> is in the upper picture. right hand, Mick Garris, yeah. <laughs> and then the gentleman on the left who looks like a bee stung James Spader. Yeah. I don't know who that is.
1: Hmm. It could be a person who was just visiting the set. Was it the overprotective father of that young boy? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I must be in all press photos. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Did you look through the photos on IMDb? uh,
0: I just, I think I just saw the main ones. I was just seeing like stills from the movie. Is there a gold image?
1: uh, Well, later on when we get to one scene, our our listeners, our listener can um, (laughs) go. (laughs) That's the old classic podcast joke. Uh Uh-huh. Uh number 1. Um and you can go and actually see um this horrid horrid scene that we will be talking about later but um I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah. Um yeah that th- that picture is also I think the one that Disney used for their card when they were advertising all the little things that'll be on the show like on their Twitter feed recently all the stuff that's on Disney Plus. Oh, they were hyping FuzzBucket? Yes, it's actually Yeah, tweet uh Yeah, Disney Plus, FuzzBucket 1986. It's okay. listed as one of the things they will be having.
0: So it's the Mandalorian. It's live action, Lady in the Tramp. Mr. And, Boogity.
1: Mr. Boogity. <laughs> Fuzz Fuzzbucket. FuzzBucket. And Rock and, and Roll Mom. And then yeah, and something called Case Busters. <laughs> Uh, 1986, same year. Yeah, a lot of stuff from that year is on Disney Plus. This is, it's going to be a a nice gold mine for um, our podcast. Honestly, (laughs) sure.
0: Or people who like to be really bored in the middle of the movie.
1: Uh, Marlo, my daughter, was enjoying this. So, um, if you're, if you're, if you're that person, (laughs) mm -hmm, yeah. (laughs) If you're my nine-year-old daughter, you will love this. (laughs)
0: Well, we should say that my favorite thing, hands down, about watching, I hope to God that when you're watching these on Disney Plus, that these are included. Yes.
1: I know what you're talking about. Yes. If it's it's not, it will be so
0: sad. (laughs) It's wonderful. So, way back when, whenever uh, Disney World, sorry, when Disneyland was first being built, Walt Disney decided he was going to start a TV show called Disneyland. And it was basically going to act as a giant commercial for this theme park that he was building. So he, they would show Disney cartoons. They would show Disney movies, Davy Crockett. And a lot of kids in my parents' generation were exposed to Walt Disney because he would introduce every movie or cartoon. And Walt Disney uh, on camera really did have a nice grandfatherly tone to him oh
1: the best it's just like, like very calming and even though he had that smoker's voice it was still kind of soothing right um and i know that personally
0: like in real life walt disney was not the most chill guy <laughs> especially he almost- if you were a part of a union <laughs> <laughs> Or a communist. The the unchill part of Walt would come out. (laughs) Um, But in terms of on the show, he really does have this soothing presence to him. By the way, do you know how old Walt Disney was when he died? Uh, Was he in his 70s? He was 65. 60s, okay. When he died, he looks like he is in his early 80s by today's standards. (laughs) I mean, I know he was working through the Depression and—
1: breaking union buster <laughs> kneecaps, but <laughs> it, well, if you look at, I mean, people back then always looked older. I mean, if you look at yearbooks, everyone looked like they were in their thirties. Yes. Hard times.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. So uh, uncle Walt
0: is this, that that's how beloved he was. People would call him uncle Walt on mm-hmm. the show. So in the 1980s, kind of in the same way when they wanted to revive this tradition of Disney on television, and probably also to promote uh, Epcot Center being built, they decided they were going to have their current CEO and president step into the Uncle Walt role. <laughs> and the person who was CEO is
1: Michael Eisner. And he was really more of an Uncle Chester, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> Michael
0: Eisner <laughs> looks like he has a gun trained on him at all (laughs) times during these introductions it is this awkward man he he how would you talk about michael eisner's delivery like he's giving a corporate presentation a corporate but he's also he's in the christmas skit yeah church. you know what i mean right like they gave he they gave him some roles and he's like oh, all right i guess i'll uh, let my hair down a little bit and i'll uh, do this comedy bit i'll pull back my hairline because <laughs> it's michael eisner but he always looks uncomfortable because and he's interacting with people in mickey mouse suits you know if, if was this the world's first spoiler alert um, Michael Eisner's introductions to <laughs> yeah. telling the whole plot of a movie beforehand. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a lot of people would say, there's no way a bicycle could fly. But in tonight's <laughs> movie, Max, you'll see that maybe they can. <laughs> Goofy, you're messing everything up. <laughs>
1: that That's That's, is like It is like the premise of the movie, it, it, the fact that, you know, they set it up like this kid, he has this imaginary friend named FuzzBucket. Um, but at well, first, you know, don't know if he does, you know, Nathan. Yeah. Why <laughs>
0: why should we explain this whenever I have this queued up on my phone just for the introduction? And I, I can cut in the actual audio yes, later. Please. Let's please listen to this wonderful, wonderful introduction starring Michael Eisner and Mickey Mouse. They are walking into a movie set of a treehouse that we're going to see in today's movie. And go. introducing Well, yeah, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. Please, Nathan. <laughs> One step at a time. Walking around. Great music. Good evening and Michael welcome to the again again
1: Sunday Movie. Mickey and I are here on stage 4 in front of the treehouse that was used in tonight's
0: movie. Bucket. it was in this very treehouse that a young boy you hear, okay. and his invisible friend fuzzbucket spent hour after hour talking and playing the more the boy would tell his family and schoolmates about his invisible friend the less they would believe him now that's pr- all right now one thing to note <laughs> is that the mickey mouse costume as it is today looks pretty good like they've mm-hmm. really gotten the eyes down to a science to where No matter where Mickey is looking, it looks as though he's looking at something, right? Right. Um, There's a little, like, remote, I guess, where the mouth will move and the eyes will blink. This is not that level of costume. This is Mickey Mouse just dead-eyed. Unless he is Mm. looking directly down the barrel of the lens, (laughs) it looks like he has a (laughs) thousand-yard stare. Like he's remembering being in the shit in (laughs) NOM. And so, and he is obviously shorter than Michael Eisner, who I think is fairly tall. So whenever uh Mickey looks over to nod at his agreement with Michael's statements, he's just kind of like staring at his chest, <laughs> bobbing his head around. Perfectly understandable. We all know that invisible friends like Fuzzbucket really don't exist. I beg your pardon? Mickey, can you believe this? Fuzzbucket. <laughs> Mickey, can you believe this? Buzz Bucket. <laughs> he, he is gobsmacked. <laughs> <laughs> His acting in this moment has made me laugh. I've watched this movie twice now. Uh, I shouldn't have, but I've. <laughs> wow. I laughed so hard at his <laughs> surprised acting because Fuzzbucket, our disgusting, oily, oh. pus leaking little goblin, has suddenly appeared through the magic of television behind Michael, and Michael Eisner conveys surprise by kind of tossing his hands in the air momentarily stepping off his mark and then remembering that he has to stay in one place looking down on the ground and putting his feet back where they should be.
1: (laughs) Michael, I just can't tell you how long I wanted to meet the great Mickey Mouse. For years, I've watched him on the Mickey Mouse Club on television. I'll bet I've seen every one of his cartoons at least twice. I'm a real fan.
0: Well, okay, Michael Eisner is uh, acting... He is is showing that he is listening to everything Fuzzbucket is saying, but he is acting like he is also in a Mickey Mouse outfit to where (laughs) he is nodding from the waist.
1: He's (laughs) gesticulating. And by the way,
0: Hmm.
1: Fuzzbucket is talking so much more than he does in this freaking movie. He says (laughs) more in this intro, and he says it in full sentences
0: yeah well this is because this is uh not fuzzbucket from the movie
1: this is the actor portraying fuzzbucket no that's not the actor that's like (laughs) freaking like winnie the pooh's voice or something you know that's like a famous like disney that sounds like a famous disney voice the real fuzzbucket is nowhere near that freaking voice okay you think that's true because I heard the voice and you I was think like you think they want to oh. pay those union wages twice
0: <laughs> <sighs> huh well because I heard it and I hadn't seen the movie yet and I thought oh it's either Sterling Holloway or the guy who replaced Sterling Holloway who
1: voiced Winnie the Pooh so that's so what it sounds like that's what I'm saying but, but that's not the voice of Fuzzbucket in the movie is it I thought it
0: was the The voice of Fuzzbucket is um, Hal Smith who did the voice of Owl in Winning the Pooh? He played Milo, or uh, okay, he played so, uh, Otis, the drunk on um, Andy Griffith show.
1: Uh, so then it is the same. But why would if he know if he's so intimate with the character, why would he give him full English? Where in the movie he
0: talks like a caveman. Well, I am telling you, this is uh, this is our behind the scenes look at the fuzz bucket, the real creature who can speak in full English. He's not in character right now, Nathan. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, everyone. That's okay. You don't know how movies are made. That's fine. I don't. I do not. Let me take this opportunity to introduce you to Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse, Fuzzbucket. Fuzzbucket, Mickey Mouse.
1: How do you do? Nice to meet you, Fuzzbucket. (coughs) It's my pleasure. I just love your movie. You were terrific. Wait, did he change voice? (laughs) Now he sounds like Mickey, like he's doing a Mickey impression <laughs> to his face. <laughs> that is,
0: I guess that's like one of the people who did Mickey Mouse professionally, but it sounds terrible. It sounds like Michael <laughs> Eisner was asked to do it.
1: <laughs> oh, hey. Okay. Hey, okay, Mickey so wait, Mouse. That, that's right. Okay. <laughs> I got confused. That was Mickey talking and not. Yes. First of all, okay. Yes, that was I'm, Mickey. Uh, oh, wow. This this is a really complicated <laughs> story. I'm losing myself in it. <laughs> okay. And uh, All right. Hey,
0: hey. Ha, okay. ha, ha. Guys, wait a second. I'm no more talking. We really have to get on with the movie.
1: All right. Let's have lunch. I know wait, a place please, that makes please. a green cheese on
0: it. I would love to. Okay. That's it. That's All the right. whole introduction. Okay. Just is three people talking over each other. You know what it was? I, I know. I thought
1: that, uh, that um, Fuzzbucket was saying he really wanted to meet Mickey Mouse. He was really excited to meet Mickey Mouse. But no, Mickey Mouse is super excited They're to both meet huge Fuzz- fans. Yes, huge fans of each other. Fuzzbucket has not even been out yet. How can they be fans of each other? I don't. He's just seen his work on the
0: set. Mickey, think- Mickey asks for dailies to be sent to his <laughs> his home every night. I'm reviewing you- everything. <laughs> Nothing gets
1: by me. I'm Walt now. <laughs> that old <all> creep's dead. <laughs> did, so so did yeah. All right, let's move. Let's 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 move on to the actual freaking movie.
0: All right, I, I don't want to, but here we go. Uh, this movie, if you are a fan of filler, this movie
1: is—you're oh, going to be rolling around in mud. Gosh, this is like a five-minute sketch, <laughs> like just spread out into a forty-five-minute. If you took slog. out all the word
0: long drawn out wordless footage of people walking around looking around a room this would just be a pilot for the Fuzz Bucket show
1: no you know what i think i read that this
0: was a pilot i'm sure it was it seems like they're setting up characters that have no payoff
1: yeah like when, when you go on um youtube it says Fuzz Bucket Clip Unsold TV Pilot. Oh, that's so interesting. Is this just like, no, I, I can't find confirmation beyond what is listed on the title it, of this. It YouTube. seems
0: like, for all the money that they well, all the money, I don't know, this thing looks pretty bad, but for the money, I presume that they soaked into building this Fuzz Bucket costume. They were probably hoping that this thing would be a big hit so they could keep at the least making more fuzzbucket movies. That's like Eisner's like, this is the next Mickey. We gotta get him in the room together. I'm telling you he's gonna fuzzbucket pass on the mantle <laughs> will be huge. <laughs>
1: I hope I'm conveying my excitement. my gosh I okay okay let's let's move on Sorry. Because the, I'm 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 I might have nightmares about this freaking guy. I know, realize we're 20 bucket. minutes
0: into this podcast and we have not gotten to scene 1. We are buzz the bucket. podcast
1: version of this movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, so we open up. We're in and a by the house. Way, <clears> well <throat> the the mu- uh, I got to say, yeah, I love the music in this freaking thing. Peter Bernstein the son of Elmer Bernstein, is that true? Uh, yes, and they worked oh. together. He he was the guy who did oh. Ghostbusters, yeah. as, as, among other things. But and you can he, you can kind of hear the the
0: influence. I guess the main theme kind of sounds like the beginning of uh, Neil Diamond's "Coming to America." <laughs> Um, and then there's a part that sounds exactly like the song feelings when the kid is sad. All the other music I can remember is just. <laughs> so,
1: so, so, so I, I, I'm referring mostly to the opening theme, which sounds like a lot of great eighties. TV, TV. Yeah. <laughs> sounds like that. Yeah. So like, but you're right. It, the majority of it is. That trombone. <laughs>
0: Fuzzbucket.
1: But um, especially when he is. Fuzzbucket. When. Before Fuzzbucket actually talks, whenever he's talking to Fuzzbucket, Fuzzbucket oh. responds, but it's with the music instead. So it's. <laughs> it's.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if ever there was of a Disney live action movie that needed to have a theme song written with the character's name as the song title. Like this <laughs> needed a bad rock song called Fuzz Bucket yeah. at the beginning. I think it's shameful they didn't make one. I'm not happy about it.
1: Uh well they would have if it was a pilot. I mean if I it was an so. actual uh T V series. Maybe. Or they just would have stuck with <laughs> <laughs> i'm laughing so hard because you are nailing <laughs> like it's like you have memorized the soundtrack and you're freaking like michael winslowing it
0: <laughs> so well this is like that clip where he uh did a whole led zeppelin song <laughs> no <laughs> uh all right <laughs> Fuzz Bucket. we're in we're in this kid's tree house our our hero chris mm-hmm. no i'm sorry our hero michael michael gerber <laughs> this is whole cr- christian the, name chris herbert is the, the yes, actor, right the yeah. young actor uh who has a classic 80s child movie actor face mm-hmm. he kind of has a little stinker face and too much
1: hair his sister is robin lively of course
0: yes the teen witch herself not yes, given so- enough screen time A Disney staple. I agree. Mm -hmm. Um, He is... uh, Well, we think he's all alone in his treehouse. It sounds like he's doing his audition piece for Fuzzbucket, (laughs) where he's just giving his side of the conversation in his treehouse to this uh, being we can't see. He's just saying a lot of things like, I gotta go to school, Fuzzbucket. (laughs) No, you don't get it. Adults make you go. (laughs) Do you
1: think anyone... Has used this as their audition piece. I'm going to start. <laughs> it, it would be the perfect showcase for you. <laughs> this kid
0: was, this poor kid, obviously never given an eye line for Fuzz Bucket because he's just <laughs> kind of staring around. Sometimes he's looking as though Fuzz Bucket is his height. Sometimes he's looking at the floor like Fuzz Bucket is laying down. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's also, we should say, it's not the kind of. Invisible friend movie where things move around on their own or a door opens and closes like Fuzzbucket is coming in and out, but we can't see him. There's there's nothing.
1: No, they're setting this up for us to believe that this kid is
0: emotionally disturbed.
1: Yeah. Or that he has an imaginary friend and he is just truly imaginary.
0: Well, yes, I would say it would be that simple. But whenever... Uh, Michael goes down to eat dinner with his family and is still having conversations with this imaginary creature. (laughs) The tone of all of this and the concern that his mom and kind of his sister have is the way that you would treat a child who has, uh, possible mental problems or has had trauma. Yeah, everyone's worried. It makes it kind of an uncomfortable watch in that way because nobody's being mean to him they're all trying to be very understanding
1: well they they kind of i feel like they kind of point to it like the dad's kind of absent like he says i work long hours for this family yeah and then and then he like goes to hide away because he doesn't want to hear his parents fighting
0: Uh, there's a i think we're supposed to think the parents are fighting That is a mild it's literally just the dad saying What? Is he talking to somebody? Yeah, his name's Fuzzbucket. (laughs) Fuzzbucket? Oh, man. I work long hours for this family. That's the level they're talking. And the kid is covering his ears with his hands. Like, he's hearing his parents screaming at each other.
1: Yeah, I know. That was a shock when he said, I didn't want to hear you yelling. And I thought, oh, he's never been to my house. (laughs) (laughs) You got it easy, kid. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And then, so so... and, and then they get mad at him for some reason, and he decides he's not going to eat his dinner, and so he's left there all night in the dark. They don't even turn the light on. He's just li- sitting in the dining room with his. Oh, food because he didn't finish in. his
0: dinner, right? Yeah.
1: And then his mom's like, "Oh, I'll take you up. I'll make you a sandwich." Like, not consistent at all. That is this b- kid's gonna get away with murder.
0: Yeah, that's what bothered you the most about this movie is inconsistent
1: parenting. <laughs> yeah. That you know, seriously, that is what my mom would have been upset about. I wasn't <laughs> allowed to watch you can't do that on television because the kids were mean to the parents. Yeah. Well, also the parents were just shown as these <laughs> ghoulish alcoholics <laughs> who like vomit on plates and feed it to their children. <laughs> Yeah, but that wasn't what upset my mom. <laughs> it was that the kids were rude. Um, are
0: we supposed to, is this movie trying to make us wonder if Fuzzbucket is real?
1: That's what, that's my point. That's what I've been saying. Like, I think. You we're haven't, supposed keep to, going. I have since the beginning. <laughs> For the last two or three weeks, I've been telling people on the street, <laughs> what is the deal with this? So like. I, like i think that for the first 30 minutes we're supposed to wonder until the reveal okay but it's ruined by the intro with yeah. eisner introducing yeah. fuzzbucket as a real character and i assume all the commercials leading up to this
0: there's no you way know. you could have sold this show with you wondering for that long if it was real because right. how else would you sell this show Showing yeah, this know. child shrieking with laughter with nothing around him
1: tonight <laughs> on the Disney Sunday movie. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, without seeing the actual thing at least once, who's going to tune in to this yeah. snooze? Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, By the, the di- way, there's yeah.
1: they, they did not they were not interested in reshoots because there is a scene where a boom mic just blasts oh, into yeah. the frame. <laughs> Yes,
0: it looks like somebody's shoe is coming through their ceiling. Like I told
1: I told Marlo, I said, I said, watch this scene. <laughs> and, and I said, watch, there's a black thing that comes up from the top. And she and then when she saw it, she looked back at me in horror. And I said, she said, what is it? <laughs> like it was a ghost or something. You said it like, it's a demon. <laughs> yeah, I said, now eat your dinner <laughs> or else that demon <laughs> will come to your bed. No, but I no, like I I was like, Oh, it's it's the microphone and she was like, Oh. But it, yeah, it looks kinda oh. scary when you notice it.
0: <laughs> is that what she said?
1: She just looked at me like, Oh. What is that? And that yeah, when I said it was the mic, she yeah, that's literally what you said. She went,
0: Oh. <laughs> uh then the dad comes in, it's the um What's the name of the character from Murphy Brown? This is pre-Murphy Brown. It's this like
1: actor, Frank, or something. Yeah, sure. Frank. Yeah, sure I think Frank. that's. He's right. a real
0: Frank face. He does. He has a great '80s face. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Great balding dad face.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Sunken eyes,
1: big butt, cleft chin. <laughs> oh receiving hairline. He has got the. He's got a, a uh, Family Guy chin. <laughs> <laughs> that is his freaking chin. I heard he put his uh,
0: script in his chin when he wasn't uh, <laughs> doing his lines. Yeah, I, I heard
1: that too. <laughs> Thank you for yes anding me. So the, <laughs> I really, I really uh, leaned on that and there.
0: <laughs> um, and the dad just kind of, everyone, all the adults are so reasonable in this mm-hmm. show. Yeah, the dad just except like, for the principal. Hey. I would even Well, when we get there, I would even argue the principal is fine with this kid. The dad's just kind of like, hey, uh, you know, you're getting older. You're kind of worrying us, you know, can't have a invisible friend anymore. He also really <laughs> lays on the, uh, hey, slugger. Hey, big guy. Hey, champ. I think he calls him some buddy buddy name every other line.
1: You, you, you think there's a list of names on, on a wall and the guy's like, whenever we have a dad character. <laughs> these are the freaking names we have to use for this kid. If you haven't gone through all of them, then you have not finished a dialogue. I think they gave him
0: a, a choice of what he could use. He's like, I'm going to do all of them. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure
1: they're all my babies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then it, it, this is where it's revealed that he's starting junior high, mm-hmm. um, and that's also kind of a uh, supposed to be a stress point.
0: Yeah, I guess there's and, no know,
1: tension in this movie, so I would assume <laughs> you're right. You know, and and they live in a great they live in the great like '80s neighborhood like movie TV neighborhood where mm-hmm.
0: California. <laughs>
1: except like it's one of those where obviously they don't say anything about they don't make any mention of where they are but they frame the shot of the neighborhood when he's right he's riding his bike off to school and i just got back from la and mm-hmm. i always wonder where are these neighborhoods at because because when i was a kid that's where i always wanted to live in these like never-ending like suburbian suburban. suburban you know wonderlands but like what i realized is that if he gets to the end of the street it's probably like sunset boulevard or something (laughs) like it's probably probably. like like but in my mind as a kid all those neighborhoods were like just sprawling like you know just never-ending houses and convenience stores and high schools like an ohio
0: cul-de-sac but palm trees (laughs) right everywhere
1: But no, he's right next to you know In and Out Burger with fifty homeless dudes, <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> then
0: comes one of the best parts of the show, which is an advertisement
1: for Levi's five hundred one jeans. <laughs> yeah, so it, it, I don't think that that's included in the official HD re release. It should be, <laughs> but it is great. It's great. It holds up. It still looks good. Has a great
0: uh, acapella Bobby McFerrin song singing about jeans.
1: It's
0: mm-hmm. just that <laughs> type of, type
1: of Bobby McFerrin song, but it's it's definitely not him. It's like a a bluesy, like a white bluesy guy. Oh, uh, you think? I so? think so. I think so. But maybe, maybe. I think I it's know. him.
0: I think that Bobby McFerrin was at the height of his
1: selling Commercial. power. Yeah. I'm about to look it up. How about that? Okay. Bobby McFerrin, 501. Now, this is something that if you are not watching it from the YouTube, this is a useless part of our website.
0: Now, are you going to look at Bobby McFerrin's albums and see if there's a track called uh, 501
1: Jeans? Uh, It looks like he did do uh, some 501 Jeans commercials, except he's in them and he's going zip, zip, zip. Just, so I don't know if he did the uh did the uh one we watched but um I I
0: would guess they would uh yeah keep him afterwards for a for a track yeah just do off the dome yeah there's a great commercial for um Wendy's where you could get gobots toys yeah, yeah. I don't
1: think we should. Con- we should zone in.
0: There's a disgusting on the uh, squeeze bottle craft mayonnaise commercial where it shows them putting mayonnaise on a shrimp skewer. Just <laughs> revolting.
1: And uh, also, don't forget the Shanghai uh, uh, chicken nuggets, Nathan. I'm not going to forget them.
0: <laughs> they had three unique Oriental sauces.
1: Yeah, and oriental. chopsticks.
0: This is the pre-move. Did they come with chopsticks? Yes. They did the same thing when uh, Mulan came out and they did the uh, the notorious uh, Szechuan sauce as they gave you chopsticks. But this is when oh. they introduced – Nathan, this is important because this is when they introduced hot mustard and sweet and sour sauce to their nugget line. Mm.
1: Gosh, I want chicken nuggets so bad right now.
0: I was actually wondering if chicken nuggets would taste as good if you had never had them as a kid. But I also think that McDonald's has them – To such a science to what our primitive brains want that yeah, they probably taste just as good whenever you don't grow up with them.
1: I mean, I I think they are better when we were younger, but Mm. because they changed to like an all-white meat thing or something. Before there was like what seems like you love that gristle. I am obsessed with gristle. (laughs) (laughs) You always say, give me that neck. If we if we could just change gears for a moment. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, oh boy. Hunker down. Here comes Gristle Talk.
1: <laughs> but man, the like I'm on a s- specific diet right now and these freaking chicken nuggets in that commercial oh, looked so those good. Those ads must have been killing you. Oh my gosh. So, fuzz bucket, are we off of the commercial? Look, if you're gonna if you're gonna be following this podcast, you have to watch the YouTube version of this.
0: Yeah, I'll say one last thing. There's a commercial on this block for Pearls Eye Vision, and this little kid who is cute, but he's he looks like one of those big eye paintings from the 70s. Did you want? Do you remember this one that I'm talking about? Yes. He's sitting on the porch with an old hound dog and a jar yeah. with a
1: frog. Could you understand what that kid was saying? I I I don't know. I I heard him say pearl. I thought. Uh, yeah, I then got that because we were also showing it on the
0: screen. But this kid's just like you got bigger got now, and my dad said <laughs> Now I caught not roll.
1: Very, uh, you know, this airs in like Tampa or something, right? Is that a local business? Pearls.
0: Or is that I'm, a nationwide no I remember Pearls being at like malls okay. in Ohio. Pearls. I, I so, think it used to be a, a, a eyesight juggernaut, and now it's not so much. Like how lens crafters used to be a huge thing. <laughs> so we go back to FuzzBucket.
1: <laughs> um, oh, and it's and he's he's on his way to school, he's walking into school, the the assistant principal, I'm assuming is telling everyone to stay to the left. He's about to go to the right of him, but he's forced to go to the left. Apparently no kids are allowed to walk on the right side of the principal. Your other left son. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I don't like, I get he's saying all, all enrollment, you know, it's to the left, but why can't the kids walk to the right of him to get to the left? <gasps> he's creating a funnel. It's not very
0: good. Uh, this would be a great Strategy. question. Whenever Mick, director and writer Mick Garris, is at a D twenty three at some point, do you think that was in
1: the script or they improvised that on the set?
0: I don't know. This is the part of the f- of the movie where we're introduced to the staff of the school that are all being introduced the way that you would introduce characters that will be in the plot later. And we have a lot of great character actors who I think are actually doing, like, good work,
1: and we never
0: see them again.
1: No. They are the most – like, they're basically showing him up, showing the kid up. Like, they are stealing this whole movie. (laughs) When I think about this movie, I think mostly of the uh, the old woman who's taking his – his name down. Right. Well, I mean, as we all know, when you, uh, on your
0: first day of school, you get into a long bread line and (laughs) you have to wait all day to go up and talk to one person about what your schedule will be like for the year.
1: Yeah. That's what I was thinking as a former teacher. I know that this is all bullshit. (laughs) I just have to say, I'm calling them out right now. The makers of fuzz bucket. You're done.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, hey, guess what? Michael uh, is not in the school ledger for some reason. That is never revealed why that is. Nope. He just slipped through the cracks. So he's sent to the principal's office so they can figure out where he's going to go. When he is waiting for his schedule, a uh, attractive young girl sits down next to him. They kind of have a moment where they're making eyes for each other. They obviously are, like, have a cute little crush attraction happening. Mm-hmm. And then Fuzz Bucket decides to tickle Michael, so Michael starts laughing hysterically, mm-hmm. in a way that's very uncomfortable for me to watch.
1: It's like when you when you tell a kid a joke and he wants to make fun of you about how bad the joke is, he huh. laughs like really super hard. Sure, and it's like, <laughs> shut up, kid. And this—that's uh, uh, why the—and now I'm now I'm on the principal side. Because he comes out, he's like, who's this, like, jerk-off kid doing a freaking pity laugh? See, you're saying the principal
0: is mean. I think the principal is being, you know, stern. He's not mean to the kid. He is talking to this child as a child who is looks like he's having a breakdown in the main <laughs> office. And then he's kind of, like, <laughs> feeling out if this kid is nervous about
1: school, if he's having problems at home. I mean, yeah, I guess at, at, at the end of the day, he, he's a... Uh, Big, lovable teddy bear.
0: (laughs) I think I have a soft spot also as the principal is played by actor John Vernon, who is also the sheriff in Attack of the Killer Clowns from Outer
1: Space. Yes. I love this guy. So he asks him if he's nervous, if he's laughing because he's nervous because he'll have to take showers in gym class. Did you have to (laughs) do that?
0: No, because I was homeschooled up until high school. (laughs) Okay. And then in high school I just took gym courses that definitely would not require showering like archery.
1: Yeah, but you still had to like we would have archery for half of the year and then the other half or half of the semester and then the other half would be the exercise part of it. I never had to do that. Really. I just took non-physical uh PE classes. We 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 had showers, and no one ever took them, and we were never forced to. But my my dad told me that he had to.
0: Yes, uh, that is now a. I think it's been a thing for a while. Like you're not, you can't make a child shower with other children. Uh, as well, <laughs> so you should not be able to do that.
1: <laughs> so, nor weird. should
0: there be adults going into the locker room with new oh, students. Gosh, it's crazy. Ugh. that that was ever a thing
1: <laughs> yeah that i remember they 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 would even make us like for a while like it was required that we were we were supposed to wear jock straps okay and i had one and i didn't know how to wear it so you put it on your head <laughs> yeah I'd, hey coach is this is this it <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I, I had and I and I think I lost it and then it was like I'm not I'm not getting another one of those. Yeah. I Is a jog strap any. just a thing to protect your balls? Like, yeah, you're supposed to put a cup in it. Otherwise it's not a thing to protect your balls. It's just another piece of clothing. But if okay. you put a a cup in it, then it protects your balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's it. And I didn't have a cup, so I don't know why we had to have one. <laughs> This is weird. Now I'm like, now I feel violated. How many kids were just
0: getting punched in the balls during <laughs> gym class?
1: Well, all the, uh, dodgeball, I'm sure. Mm. Did you play dodgeball? Not professionally.
0: Oh, okay. That, that is what I was asking <laughs> yeah, <okay. laughs> is were you on the circuit.
1: <laughs> we we played in class every once in a while, you know, that mm. was like a fun, supposed to be a fun day. <laughs> it looked like a scream. Yeah. <laughs> It absolutely was.
0: Um, this uh, this scene, I will say, this scene could have been done in thirty seconds and goes on for
1: five, what seems like five minutes. It's brutal. Like, there's no, there's so much setup for no payoff in this freaking movie. Yeah,
0: because we're, we're waiting to see Fuzz Bucket. He's telling his principal. He breaks and he says, "Oh, I saw Fuzz Bucket." He's like, "Oh, Fuzz Bucket." He's like. <laughs> uh, I'm kidding. Uh, I, I am nervous. I don't want to take showers with the with the other boys. And uh, he's like, "Okay, well, oh, everything will be fine."
1: So, it all so amounts
0: to nothing.
1: Where do they go from here? Because I, I'm just.
0: We go to the point. kitchen after school.
1: Oh, that's right. Okay. <clears throat> oh, now he, this, this is an
0: <clears throat> this is an important thing. Where I would say. That in the logic of this movie, it would make more sense that Fuzzbucket is from this child's imagination because he can't see Fuzzbucket. He's never seen Fuzzbucket. When his dad yeah. asks him what Fuzzbucket looks like, he says, I don't know. He's invisible. Yeah. But he can apparently hear Fuzzbucket talk and he's the only one who can hear him talk. Right. I don't understand. Why is his voice
1: invisible too? But so, not to the child, right what right, so why are fuzz buckets the family of fuzz buckets? <laughs> are they only viewable to one child or children in general or well, it's about to get really not explained in a
0: minute because <sighs> apparently Fuzzbucket has told Michael to make some kind of disgusting food concoction where he's taken a little bit of everything in the kitchen, thrown it in a blender. And then there's some mystery ingredient that's very clearly cotton candy, but we're supposed to think it's space goop or something. <laughs> and Michael goes, "Where did this come from? Who knows? It's never mentioned again." He throws it in the blender. The blender starts glowing. He puts it in a jar. They go into the treehouse. He hands it to Fuzz Bucket. We get the one special effect where we get a floating jar. Mm-hmm. Fuzz Bucket then drinks. The potion, and then do you—is this the scene you're talking about? This
1: is the million-dollar special effects scene. This scene is a nightmare scene <laughs> because they build. Okay, so normally, like you know, he drink you would drink something, and then normally, like they would just appear, kind of like, oh my gosh, you would be looking at his hands, like, oh my gosh, I can, I, I'm not invisible anymore. Instead, they build the body. First you start to see his sc- his skeleton, his full skeleton, which right. is horrifying. Then okay, they don't go straight to the skin. Then you start seeing blood vessels and yeah. like his eyeballs organs and stuff. yes mm-hmm. until he finally appears but it is like it's like he's unmelting. It is a budget version of in the movie Sleepy
0: Hollow. When Christopher Walken puts his skull head back on and all his muscles and ligaments start growing onto his skull to put his his face back. It's like that, but in stages.
1: How does Fuzzbucket know that you can make this potion and it turns him visible? Because he acts like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm now visible. Hooray! Invisible, right? He's act, he's kind of acting like he's
0: never been visible, right? There's no explanation. He immediately, well, first of all, Fuzzbucket isn't, as you were saying before, isn't speaking in full senses. He's going like, <laughs> <laughs>
1: he's, he's, he's going, he's going p- Paul, p- Paul, p- Paul, Paul, Paul Paul, Paul. <laughs> hey, Paul, and he's like saying just like somewhere's like draw, draw. Like it's he's really uncomfortable.
0: Words. He knocks the kid over. He wants a crayon so he can trace his hand. And then immediately, of course, since he is finally visible, he's finally in corporal form. He immediately demands to watch cartoons on television and sit and do nothing.
1: Toons, <laughs> T- tunes,
0: tunes, <laughs> tunes, tunes. And I know we've said it before, but it's worth repeating this is, it is the thing that people could point to. We're big fans of practical effects in movies. Mm -hmm. We're not against CGI, but it's like, if it looks fake, it looks fake. This is kind of what people could point to when they would say, well, if we don't use CGI, would you want it to look like this? This is a makeup job where not only does it look like a, a sweaty hedgehog, but it is, sweaty hedgehog and you clearly see the makeup around the act you see the actor's eyes peering out from this latex mask
1: it's like if rizzo the rat from the muppets Mm. if someone were able to blow him up but not like remake the outfit so that it would fit they just took the original rizzo the rat puppet and just blew it up right and then took a piece of pizza and smeared the grease all
0: over it (laughs) Oh, also it has a nude possum tail. The grossest tail oh, you can give something.
1: I know. And, and okay, so he watches TV. Mm-hmm. And then he falls asleep. And then he wakes up at 6 o'clock. And he realizes, oh, no, I need to get back or I will be invisible forever. I couldn't tell if he would be invisible forever. He says, or, I'll poof. Yeah, I'll
0: poof. I'll poof, for, I'll poof and I won't come back, which I'm assuming means invisible.
1: So, so this is like, like how many, that's days, all the backstory we get. How many days? So, I mean, presumably he, he did not write this script in, it didn't take longer than a week. This but was how, an
0: afternoon. Yeah.
1: Wouldn't you say that at least four or five of those <gasps> days were <laughs> him trying to struggle to figure out how do we end this movie? <laughs> and then he happened to, to, tr- be walking in the disney offices and saw (laughs) cinderella on the poster and he was like that's Uh, it uh (laughs) if he's not back by midnight he'll poof forever it's he's acting like i couldn't tell
0: when he was supposed to get back because okay so it's after school so it's probably like three o'clock so you figure he gets visible they watch TV saying. for three hours, and now he's panicking because he needs to get back to the swamp, which is his home.
1: And he's Dead Man's Marsh or something. Yes. And he's and he's trying to say, what time is it? And he's saying, how much clocks? How yes. much clocks, clocks? Clocks, And so he runs away, but then his, the, the boy's like, I have to follow him. There's no way. So he goes to follow him, and the, but the parents are like, wait, I need you to set the table because we're going to get dinner. We're picking up pizza and spaghetti. So weird. Such why a weir- would you just have- say pizza? This was written by someone who's never had a meal at home. Yes. Why would you get both of those? Is that, there, there- that was never even a thing in the
0: eighties when McDonald's served spaghetti for a minute.
1: <laughs> right. You
0: net right that Cause hey, they had it. I'm really tired. Should we just order something? Yeah. Uh, spaghetti. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Big bowl of spaghetti. Get that delivered, please. <laughs>
1: And there is a – by the way, if you're interested in the YouTube version, there is a delicious-looking Pizza Hut commercial that is the – like when I say pizza should taste a certain way, Mm. I think of this pizza from Pizza Hut in the 80s. Watching this was like –
0: Satan tempting Christ in the desert oh, for you, wasn't it? God. Just these visions of food in front of you.
1: A 20 piece nugget and a personal pan pizza right now. Oh my gosh, That's your Sodom and Gomorrah. Me? And, and just to get a couple stickers for my bucket club. <laughs> you kidding me?
0: Oh. Yeah. So immediately imagine being a kid and watching this. Well, I guess you did have a kid watching it. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as Fuzzbucket becomes visible, which is presumably why you're watching this movie, he then immediately leaves and runs yes. away.
1: they watch t v he falls asleep, he runs away and then the rest of the movie is like it I, this is what I, like I like at this point on my notes I actually wrote this movie has nothing happening in it like there's nothing like he's 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 like I thought he was following him. But no, he's, like, just running down the sidewalk, chasing after nothing. I guess Fuzzbucket got a real head start. Yeah, because it looks like he's just...
0: Oh, no, he does catch up to him, remember? whenever? Oh well, yeah, in the dumpster. Fuzzbucket, for some reason, dresses up as a hobo
1: <laughs> for two seconds, just for, I guess, like, a visual gag. I, like, I thought, I, I was thinking that, oh, he was in the dumpster, and when he came out, all the trash was on him and in the trash was those clothes. Oh, I don't oh, know. God. There's a rat on his tail. Yeah. A rats biting his tail. Uh, this is this... okay.
0: So the rest of this movie, which this has to be a good 20 minutes plus, right? Is just, oh, it's the last half. He's just, it's just Michael looking for fuzz, fuzz bucket, not running into people or getting into adventures. He's just walking and then you see his parents looking for him
1: literally nothing, nothing happens. happens like it nothing is like nothing happens well, fuzzbucket is somehow he gets in the post office box
0: i guess he can't have people see him i, I don't, I don't know. know we're never told why that's bad there's ne- there's no bad guy in this movie by the way there's no villain no because normally this is where Eisner. Eisner, a wacky maybe. villain <laughs> would like a bad scientist would see FuzzBug and be like, I need that for my experiments, <laughs> right? Like, and then he chases after Absolutely. him with a net. No, this is like. There's no uh, conflict. Oh. Just internal conflict.
1: And and then he gets, then he like, so he, so he finds him in a hole in the ground in the marsh. And he, there's a whole family of Fuzzbuckets. Are we going to skip and, the
0: monologue he has in the pine tree where he says, oh, Fuzzbucket.
1: Oh, that's right.
0: I love you. Oh. And he does the Harry and the Henderson speech where he's like,
1: "I hate you, Fuzz Bucket. Don't come crying to me. Yeah, he's I, I, forever." He goes, "You know what? You are fake. You are imaginary. Yeah, I don't believe in you." And, and then he falls he, in the hole, and he, and his whole family's there. And right, that
0: of course would really upset the audience because the audience by this point loves Fuzz Bucket because they've seen Fuzz Bucket drink something out of a jar and humiliate a child in front of his uh, girl and and uh watch t- cartoons and fall asleep yes and watch television
1: <laughs> yeah he's so he hasn't even done
0: f- fuzzbucket <laughs> has done nothing funny
1: he's There's done nothing more interesting appearing. stuff happening before fuzzbucket appears right like this is this is actually like a coming of age story <laughs> and then fuzzbucket appears and this movie goes off the rails Suddenly
0: there's like five other fuzz buckets which we which all stay in the shadows. We never get a real good look at these other fuzz bucket costumes, making me think these are not finished pieces.
1: And how many like do they name I know there's one named Stinky. Stinky. And then is there another name? Like are there any of the other?
0: No. (laughs) They're just fuzz buckets.
1: Oh my gosh. So so then he they both tell each other they love each other and they kiss or something like right? Yes, which makes Stinky recoil
0: in disgust. Um, and Stinky's as did I. right. Yeah,
1: Stinky's right.
0: I was a this Stinky at that This is
1: interspecies love. This is like borderline bestiality. There. Okay, that's maybe going a little far. <laughs> no, no. There. I would like to see what's on the cutting room floor. <laughs> <laughs> um oh
0: so the parents have been so the parents are going crazy there's a, a neighborhood search party combing the swamp
1: uh no they one can fi- find him except some rando who's like, <laughs> like yes wait a second what's this <laughs> <laughs> it's a child <laughs> <laughs> there's something in these bushes And I don't know why he knows that because he's sleeping. So there's not any movement or anything. It's almost like as if he knew the kid was there all along and he was just waiting to be the guy to find him because he wanted to be on the news.
0: You think this is like a how I made a murder situation. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) This is like the guy in the in the uh, in the scrapyard who found all that evidence a little too conveniently. Exactly. Huh. That's interesting.
1: So yeah, they find him, they bring him home and this is another, this is where it gets weird. So (laughs) this is where it gets weird. They, they, they decide they both are going to, the parents are tired because they've found the kid and they've been up all night. So they go into the bedroom to go to sleep. And while they're in there, they see two presents on their, one's on the, one's like on the drawer and one's by the lamp and they both oh they go what's this and they both open them and it, it's some like she has like the mother has a present that's like a little music box yeah and the father has a present that looks like a really one of those really big Hershey kisses <laughs> I I, get, I
0: thought the same thing we there's no close up of what they've been given they there's, just look at each other like there's no preamble beforehand be like. My music box is still broken. You said that you'd fix it. Honey, I work long hours. Like, that's (laughs) all you need to do to establish
1: something. It is just that they look at each other and it's DTF. (laughs) Like, it's like they both like, oh, like no one says, did you get this for me? It's just they look at each other and they assume that they got each other the most precious gift in the world. And now their (laughs) marriage is saved and it's time to have another kid. The, the moral is clear If your parents are fighting Run away from home Yeah And then yeah, We'll bring and them then back together It's revealed that it's Fuzzbucket Who put the presents there Because you see his footprints But, th- but again You see his no- disgusting
0: Dirty footprints <laughs> On grease. their carpet And then you see his
1: little possum butt Running away in the it's, lawn It's like when you see The footprints in Paranormal activity <laughs> That's what it looks like <laughs> And then, yeah, like, but there's no like beforehand where they're like, like where she's like, when I was a child, my father bought me this music box yes. and I've right. lost it. Like, I don't even know. And he's this not saying movie.
0: I, I always think back to that tour of the Hershey factory. What if those little kisses were big?
1: <laughs> what else what could it have been? Like. A bell? It, no, at it, first I thought it was a bell and I was like, is that a Hershey's kiss? That's what I thought and that and then, and then I thought well maybe it's like a bottle of cologne or something. <laughs> like a bottle of musk. That's these what are dads like these right? are all bad options. Oh gosh. Yeah, this movie sucks. I'm sorry. I I have a high tolerance for 80s uh, especially kind of Disney stuff like tv but this just sucked i'm shocked to hear you say
0: that because i thought for sure that i was going to be yelling at you because you said that you liked it no. no
1: i liked it the first half of the movie i liked and i want this movie to be about this kid and him going to junior high and having to deal with bullies and right. liking girls and that's what how I is there no bully character about. in this movie it well i guess it's her her his
0: his sister, Robin Lively. But they even set it up. He's biking to school and he says, and bully steal your lunch money. And I was like, oh, okay, there's going to be a bully who's, who are you talking
1: to, freak? Oh, yeah. Hey, Fuzzbucket. <laughs> hey, hey Fuzzbucket. Fuzz bucket. <laughs> up your nose. <laughs> it's, it, there's nothing. And I, Gosh. Yeah. This movie sucks. (laughs) Sorry. I give this movie zero species.
0: (laughs) This movie is terrible. There's basically nothing redeeming about it. Yeah. Like you said, the school stuff, I could see that turning into fun cheese, but man, the ending of this, the last half of this movie is such a crawl through the desert. Through the marsh. I mean, I guess we should say the guy who played Fuzzbucket went on to play Greaser Greg in the Garbage Pail Kids movie. <laughs> and the troll
1: in Troll. This guy had a real. Like and type. Just a, yes. <laughs> yeah. Was he in anything else? Was, wasn't he in like uh, He's in Willow or something? He's in yeah. a, Yes. He was a Ewok
0: in Return of the Jedi. He's in Willow. He does voice acting and a lot of
1: stuff, actually. But he was not the voice of Fuzzbucky. Do, do, do you think it's like Star Wars, where they actually recorded his voice, uh, like Darth Vader, and then when when he sees the movie, it's Hal Smith, <laughs> in st- you know, like or, or like James Earl Jones? You're like, what the heck? I did all this voice work. <laughs> you
0: know, he's in cartoons, so I think it's probably just the voice. Look, looks like he toons. had a uh, Tunes. Looks toons. like he had a reoccurring role in Sabrina, the Teenage Witch. What was he? The cat? <sighs> yeah, he was the cat in the long in the like the the full shots when the cat's running around.
1: <laughs> yeah, he was. Like, he's running in a big cat suit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he well, plays Roland. I'm gonna look up a picture of it now. Oh, he's a leprechaun. Cool. He must have been thrilled.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm you know, I'm happy to say that this episode is now over Is I, I just, this, this, this just depressed me. This movie.
0: I was looking forward to seeing it. Cause with this title, how could it lose lost big?
1: I, I, I had high expectations after the Eisner intro. So yes. in a way what he did was the most effective part of the movie.
0: <laughs> he knew the only way he could salvage this sinking ship would be to turn on every comedy faucet he had in his body.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm i more interested in maybe a Fuzzbucket Mickey Mouse buddy movie.
0: Oh, from your mouth to God's ears. Mm-hmm.
1: And then maybe at, like, at some point they like jump into a movie screen and there are cartoons and it's the Mickey Mouse cartoon and then it's a cartoon version of Fuzzbucket. I would love to see a cartoon version of Fuzzbucket. Of this
0: disgusting creature, sure.
1: It'd probably be like... I've got nothing. Just delete that. <laughs> <laughs> I had I had something there. That then. joke
0: much like the movie <laughs> goes up the ramp, then the ramp disappears underneath you.
1: We will edit this. I I refuse. Nope. To be to have any moment where I'm not getting 100% <laughs> of the laughs.
0: <laughs>, laughs. Oof, should people watch this? Should anyone sit through this? No. Okay.
1: Just go on YouTube, watch the intro from Eisner. I totally agree. And then watch the cartoon. Skip to the commercials.
0: Yes. Watch the intro. Watch the great 501 ad.
1: <laughs> yes. The, the the Shanghai chicken nuggets. hmm The tone soap ad. The tone soap had more of a plot than this movie did. it's surprising how bad this movie
0: is because the guy who wrote and directed it, Mick Garris, who apparently is like this known figure in horror movie circles. Now
1: I know why he looks like that.
0: (laughs) He did the script for Hocus Pocus. He did the script for the fly Two. a bunch of amazing stories, episodes, story for batteries, not included. Oh, he did the script for Michael Jackson's ghosts. Now he's for talking wow. our language.
1: <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to uh hear all of the all the people who see Hocus Pocus, all the big huge Hocus Pocus fans looking for revivals, just skipping through the IMDB of <laughs> the writer and going, Oh, what's this fuzz bucket? I wonder if that's as good as Hocus Pocus. Honey, get in here. It's on Disney Plus, perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, we got through it. Yeah, Uh, here's to the next episode, which we got to choose something better.
0: No, I refuse.
1: Okay. (laughs) Have a good one, everyone.
0: Bye.